You're listening to Advancing Our Church. Welcome to Advancing Our Church, the podcast about Catholic stewardship, leadership, and advancement. I'm Jim Friend. Today we're going to talk about service and stewardship, and it's inspired by this week's gospel, which is the 20th chapter of Matthew. And it's a parable about the landowner who hires workers throughout the day, some at 9 a.m., some at noon, others begin their day at 3 p.m., and still others he hires at 5 p.m. Now that last group only ends up working for him for about an hour that day. And then the story goes, at the end of the day, he pays them all their wages, and he decides to pay them all equal amounts. Even the ones who only worked for an hour received a full day's wage. And of course, the workers who had worked all day complain. And the landowner, remember, he says, didn't you agree to just the usual daily wage? And he basically says, this is my money. I can spend it however I want to. Are you upset with me because I'm generous? Jesus concludes the parable. Remember that he says that the first will be last and the last will be first. So this parable, I think, bothers a lot of people. Why? Because we get it, right? We get the point of view of the workers. This doesn't feel fair does it? It might cause some of us to remember times in our life when we were not dealt with in a fair way. We just totally can identify, I think, with the workers who worked all day and were treated in the same way as the folks who only worked an hour. The reason that I'm bringing this parable up is because Bishop Robert Barron explained the story in a particular way that struck me about the mission of the church and stewardship, and I want to share it with you. I'm admittedly not going to do as good a job as he did explaining it in his podcast this week, but I'll put a link to this particular episode, and uh, you can hear it from him in his own words. But Bishop Barron tells his own parable, and it's interesting. He says, there was a beautiful home that caught on fire. Well, the first two brothers were living in the home, and they were in high school, and so Of course, because they're there, they start to work right away, and they battle all day. They battle this fire all day. There's a third brother who lived in town, and they call or they text him, and he leaves work, and he gets there a little bit later, but then he continues to battle the fire all day with them. Well, there's a fourth brother. He's a little older, and he is on a business trip. He's out of town. He's contacted by the brothers. He jumps on a plane, and several hours later, he arrives at home. And as soon as he does, of course, he pitches in, and uh, soon after that, the fire is out and the house is saved. So just imagine that the four brothers are sitting on a couch resting after the fire is out, and one of the younger brothers says to the oldest, you know, I've been working on this fire all day, and I deserve more credit than you. Now, wouldn't that be ridiculous? The house was saved. It doesn't matter at this point who gets the credit. This was a crisis. And a crisis has a way of focusing our mind. But it was a crisis, and they saved their family home. The importance of the mission was saving their home. Bishop Barron's point is that the mission has a way of concentrating the mind. It has a way of focusing our attention on what matters. And when you're in the heat of the moment, all of these trivial things should fall aside. Doesn't that make you think? The point that I want to make is that our focus on stewardship, our focus on sharing our time, talent, and treasure should be about the mission. How many times in our lives, either personal or professional, have you witnessed folks who don't feel like they're getting enough credit? And there's a delicate balance, isn't there? When we're in a professional setting, we certainly want our boss to know that we're being successful at our job, that we're doing the work that has been assigned to us, and that we're meeting our goals and objectives. 
but are we a part of this mission just to get credit? There is jealousy and there is justice. We have to pray and ask for guidance and ask God, are we just being jealous? Now, let me tell you my own story. It's not a parable. It's actually a true story about one of the most humble servants of the church that I've ever personally worked with. I worked with a woman who was such a powerful witness to me early in my career that it held as an example to me at times throughout my career when I've been tested. We'll call this woman Jane. And Jane was a parish business manager about 25 years ago. During that time, she worked for five pastors. Each of those pastors had his own style and his own way of managing the parish. If you work or if you volunteer at a parish over an extended period of time, you know what I mean. Each pastor brings his own style and his own way of doing things. It's not good or bad, it just is. The life of a business administrator, at least Jane's job, is not a glamorous one. Jane oversaw the accounting, took care of the facilities, and was basically a steward of parish's resources. Jane made sure that the power bill was paid. The parish center was cleaned each day. She organized parish events, reviewed contracts and invoices, and ensured that the parish funds were properly accounted for. Jane wasn't the pastor, and so she didn't make financial decisions, but she always gave the pastor the history and offered him background and her opinion so that he could make a good decision. Jane is quiet, but strong, prayerful, but not pushy with her faith. Jane was a consummate professional, but she knew her place in the organization, and because of her skill and her prayer life and her confidence in her own self-worth, in many ways, she was a partner to each of these five pastors and the consistent force that helped each of those pastors transition in and out without the parish missing a beat. Now, to my knowledge, Jane never received the credit she deserved, but that didn't matter to her. She was a steward, a disciple, a holy person, and she made a huge difference in her parish for a very long time and through many transitions. And so to close, the world needs heroes. And if you're listening to this podcast, I have no doubt that you're probably doing something heroic for the church. Mother Teresa said that not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. The work we do, it's really, really hard at times, and it can try our patience. When that happens, let's look for ways to build each other up. And when you get frustrated, pray before you act. And sometimes pray before you speak. Stay focused on the mission and on your prayer life, even when things don't appear to be fair. Remember that God is always listening. Well, that's our show this week. It was a little bit of a different format, but I hope you enjoyed it. I'd look forward to your feedback. I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Advancing Our Church. If you'd like more information about our show, please visit our website at advancingourchurch.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Advance Podcast or join our Facebook group. I'm Jim Friend. Hope you have a fantastic week, everybody. Take care and God bless. <music>